What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com. And we are back with five bets for the week uh, in the world of mixed martial arts. And everything this week uh, is coming from the UFC. It's such a big card. Uh, I'm going to concentrate on that. And do you know what? Things are going to be a little bit different this week, right? We'll get into last week's bets in a second. It was 50-50 last week, but I, I, I'll take it. I'll take it. We'll get into them. I'm giving you three bets and two flyers this week. So two big flyers this week. A little bit of a change from normal. But I honestly, I couldn't pick between my two flyers. So I'm going for the two flyers this week. So we'll get to that in a second. First of all, let's look back on last week. And we hit another flyer yet again. It was plus 351 I gave last week on this show. The price went up to plus 470 for Henry Corrales to win straight up. And I think a lot of people are actually on that. It was a really good bet. The bet, You know, the, to get the bets right are good, you know, and to, all of that is a betting show, obviously. But I love when I get kind of the analysis of it right, and I think I got it nailed on in that one. Because, I, I won't lie, it's because of that Prabhu Trinko fight. I remember analysing that fight, thinking like, this lad is very good at stopping these sort of wrestlers. He stopped him, he won that fight. And I'm like... This is a very similar sort of matchup, and it's exactly how it played out. I was absolutely delighted with that one. Shouts to Henry Corrales. Henry Corrales might be, you know, the Sheehan Show betting show, like he needs to be our background or something, because this lad has hit bed after bed for us. So we roll with Henry Corrales every single time he's fighting now. I don't care if he's fighting Francis Ngannou. We're, we're rolling with Henry Corrales from now on, because he's won us. I think he's probably won us more bets than anyone. So Henry Corrales, absolute legend. At the other four bets, only one of them hit. So uh, we we were a little bit unlucky, to be honest. Look, the Spivak, Lewis, I gave over a round and a half. That was a bad bet. Let's be honest, Spivak. I didn't I didn't call it. I thought Spivak would win. I thought he'd win late, so I was wrong on that one. Better inside the distance hit, minus 210. Like, I think that was a great price for like the, almost a guarantee. Minus 210, not, not a massive price, but for the guaranteed bet, I think it was a pretty good price. Anatoly Tokov, plus 175. I, I said last week that like Eblen will either be blowing him away in terms of that price, or it'll be closer. I think for the first like two and a half rounds, it was close, and then Eblen pulled away. So the read on that one going forward will be known. Ali Isaiah, very unlucky with that one. Uh, he won two of the three rounds, but didn't get the decision, unfortunately, because there was a 10-8 round in the middle of it. Correct decision. I'm not giving out about the judges or anything. But in terms of the bets, you know, we <sighs> that I would count myself unlucky on that one to bring down the percentage. So uh, one out of four of the first bets and the flyer hit. So overall, we are at six out of 11 in terms of the bets. So we're running over 50% still, which is very good. And in two out of three on the flyers, honestly, I only think I hit two all of last year. So they hit two out of three already this year. I have another, uh, I have another 48 bets or whatever we have to, to go. And uh, <laughs> it might be two out of 50 here at the end of the year, but I'll, uh, or two out of 51 or whatever, but uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. So so two out of uh, two out of three flyers, it's pretty good, pretty good. Let's get into um, let's get into this week's bets. So, and as I said, I'm going to give you three straight up bets and two flyers here, and I'm actually giving two bets from the main event as well. One of them is the flyer, so I'll go first of all with the um, my first bet, and it's going to be from the main event, the Volkanovski versus Islamikachev, and it's the over two and a half rounds at minus one fifty. So over two and a half rounds at minus one fifty, I just I think this is a really good bet. Um, 
I look. <sighs> Some look the bookies aren't often wrong, I suppose, you know. Um, and I think this is an enticing price. We'll get into all the other prices and stuff as well, I suppose, as we go at the end uh, when I've given you my five bets. But I just think this fight is a one where both of them are going to be picking their moments early, and maybe someone will take over, but maybe they won't. Like, there is a tendency always when we're analyzing fights, right, to say, I think this will work. Or I think that will work. And there's no in-between. Like, most of the time, high-level fights like this don't work out that way. They work out like, that works that time, this works this time, the other thing works the other time. Maybe nothing will work. Maybe we're stuck in limbo for five rounds and maybe it's a close decision at the end. You know, that tends to happen in these high-level fights. And I've seen more people this week talk about how, you know, McCatchev is an unbelievable wrestler, but he's not, you know, he's not Superman either. Whereas, like, and, you know, Volkanovski's not Superman either in terms of his ability and his striking. Like, we have two people in here who are very, very, very good. And there is, look, there is a strong possibility that the bigger man could go in here and dominate. Or that the better wrestler could go in here and dominate. Or look, the better striker could go in, go in here and dominate. There is a, a possibility of that, a strong possibility. But there's also the possibility that the other person survives in that one, or else, you know, whichever side it is, or else it's just close. And with this one, you look at it, right? And I, I think that Volkanovski is really good defensively, even when put in bad positions. I saw a stat the other day, and I, know, I don't know the exact stat, so I won't even quote it, but he has been taken down a good few times in the UFC. But there's never really a point, or, or there, there, there are a lot of points where he gets up. There's never really a point where he's held down for a long period. Even like in the uh, the Ortega fight, where he, okay, he got stuck in it, but he was defending, 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 and then ended up getting out. You know, when he does find himself in bad positions, he's very, very good defensively in those positions. And, like, before I even get into the analysis of the whole fight or anything itself or who I think will win or anything, maybe maybe I won't even necessarily do that here because we're talking about the bet uh, uh, by itself. I think that is a good way of looking at this fight in terms of, like, we have five rounds here. We have... One guy who will be fighting, I, I think, in Makachev to finish early. And I think Volkanovsky will be trying to have a more controlled fight. And I think those two things, if you blend them both together, they sometimes lead to a mad first, maybe round, round and a half, two rounds. And if it isn't finished by then, it will roll on. So that's that's why I think, like, I think Volkanovski is good enough to survive that initial madness, to weather the early storm. Like, will he win overall? Now, we'll get to that maybe in, in later on or in a second. Uh, I personally think he might, right? But you're, I, I think this is basically a bet on Volkanovski kind of air, uh, weather the early storm and make the fight go longer. And I really do think that will happen. Now, whether you think he'll win or lose, that's another thing, and I know a lot of people have their opinions, but, like, is he going to get submitted early? Like, okay, anything can happen in MMA. My call is no. You know, will he get taken down? He probably will get taken down. Could he lose a round early? Absolutely. Will he get himself in a position defensively on the ground where he's a little bit safer? I think he will. Will he be able to get back up if Makachev takes him out? I think he will in different positions. Um, and will he be good enough at times to keep the fight on the feet? I think he will as well there. So 
I like that over. I like the over two and a half rounds there. I do think this will be a longer fight. I think we're underestimating Volkanovski an awful lot here. And I'm going with the under... Uh, sorry, the over two and a half rounds. Over. I'd always had under there. Over two and a half rounds. The next bet is an under I'm going for. The next bet... We'll get more into Volkanovski in Islam in a second. Because I don't... I, I didn't really hit in the analysis of the actual fight itself there. And I want to do more of that in a second. But we, as I said, we have a second bet from that. Uh, but the second bet here for is for uh, Tyson Pedro against Modestus Pekowskis. And as I said, over two and a half rounds in the last one. This one is under two and a half rounds I'm going for at minus one, six, five. So I've changed up this bet literally last second. Uh, just as I came on here, I waited for more of the prop bets to come out. So I waited an extra day to uh, put out this betting show because of that. And I'm glad I did because minus 165 for this to be under two and a half rounds, I think is a great price. I think someone's getting put away in this. I really, really do. Um, if people don't know him, Modestus Pagos, because obviously he's got that really bad injury. He's gone on, he's fought a couple of times in Cage Warriors. And... Um, there have been more prolonged fights, right? Uh, one of many, especially. Um, and I don't think that's the way this Tyson Pedro fight's going to go. Because Pedro's the type of guy who comes out there and he puts hands on people. Now, my, my initial pick was Pedro inside the distance. And I think that was minus 145 or something like that. Uh, which, you know, I still think is a good price. I think for uh, like a, a slight change to, to minus 165 and a slight change, you get a, a half round less uh, because it's under two and a half rounds in that decision. For both of them to have a chance I t- to, to get the finish, I think that's pretty good because Bukowskis, he, he's a good all-round fighter. He can fight everywhere. And Tyson Pedro, like sometimes he looks like an absolute world beater and sometimes he doesn't. And I could see Bukowskis winning the fight. Now, I do favor Pedro massively here. But what you have in this fight is two guys who are massively talented athletes. And they have serious power and serious ability to finish the fight. Tyson Pedro, nine wins, nine finishes. Never gone to a decision in a win. Three losses. Okay, he's one decision, but being finished twice as well. What's that 90% finishing rate uh, in his fights? Modestus Pekowskis, um, 18 fights, only been to decision three times. You know, lost four time, lost five times, four of them have lost inside the distance. Won 11 uh, inside the distance out of 13 fights. And the, the fight I mentioned was against Lee Chadwick. That was, um, uh, that was three rounds uh, to, to in his second lad to last fight his last fight was a five round fight and he finished it in the fourth round so those are two of his more prolonged fights um, and those were coming back after injury and getting back into the groove I suppose over in Cage Warriors um, I I think this one I, look I honestly I think this will be a first round finish so you're giving yourself two and a half rounds here for this fight but the pro, look I, I was looking at all different bets and we look at them again in a second here but all, looking through all of these bets, this was the one that stuck out to me in all of the fights on all, all night. Minus one six five mightn't seem like a huge price or anything like that, but for this, I really, I really think these are two finishers, two lads who hit very hard, and two lads who can be finished. I like. I don't think Bukowskis has the best chin in the world, let's put it that way, and I don't like saying that about people, but we've seen him knocked out by heavy hitters, and like Tyson Pedro, say what you want about him, 
but he is as heavy a hitter as you'll find in that division. He hits really, really, really hard. And I think if he will connect that minus one six five price will look very good. And I think the minus what did I say minus one thirty price on him to, to get the finish will look very, very good as well. So yeah, I'm going for that one there. Um so the next bet, right, I, I said I'm going for two flyers. That's kind of two and a half flyers here because uh, I've I, I decided, you know, my, my I, I'm going to be honest here, right? My win-loss record, I know I said I was over 50%. My win-loss record is not as important to me as picking out bets with good prices. So, like, I could give you a pile of, like, minus 250 bets here, and then more than likely I'll come out, you know? But I want to give you good prices and things that I think are good prices. You can look at it yourself and say, oh, maybe that's not a good price, Sean. I don't know. I don't agree. I want to get you thinking. You know, I want to get you thinking a little bit here. Um, and with, with all the bets, usually, I, 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 I will rarely give a, a bad price just to, like, win a bet and just to get the record clued in. And I'll be honest with that. I, I have no qualms about saying that at all. I'm not one of these, you know... We'll, we'll keep the record for the over-under and all at the end of it. Oh, I'm going well, to go week by week and look at a nice way. We will keep the record just because people wanted that, and I have no problem doing that. But anyway, next bet, third bet here. <laughs> it was one I thought about. It was one I thought about because I'm not 100, I'm not 100% confident in this actually happening, but I really like the price. So it's Jack de la Maddalena plus 300 to win by decision against uh, against Randy Brown. Now, as I said, it's the price here. I really, really like this price. Uh, because you look at the two guys, Randy Brown a little bit more um uh, a, li- a little bit more um uh, experience than Jack Della Maddalena. And you 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 look at his record, six of his fights have gone to a decision. He's only lost once by a decision, to be honest, but he hasn't lost that many times. He's only lost four times uh, altogether, one sixteen. But five of his wins have gone to a decision. So he is a guy, you know, his last three fights in a row have all gone uh, to a decision. Um, he is a guy that goes a little bit longer in fights. Della Medellina, not as much. You know, uh, only one once by decision has 11 knockouts, and that's why we have this price here. Now, if you're giving me straight up bets with all of these, I would, I think I would go for Della Maddalena to get the finish. But when you're giving me that plus 300 against a guy like Randy Brown, who is, I think, not necessarily a tough matchup for Jack Della Maddalena, but I think will be a trickier matchup than what he's had before now. I said the same about Danny Roberts, right? And he finished him early. I said the same maybe about it may uh, have, and he finished him early. So, uh, look, Jack Della Maddalena might be the antithesis to, uh, to, to Henry Corrales for this betting show. And I don't know why I'm doing it again, but I am doing it again. And it's just because of that price. Like, I think Della Maddalena will win this fight, right? And I think he will win it well. Uh, you know, I, I could see a thirty twenty seven or thirty twenty six or something in here, but I just feel like it's going to be a little bit longer than we're used to with Della Madalena in this one. Um, look, the, the lads that Randy Brown has lost have all been pretty um, high level fighters, like Luke, Nico Price, Bilal Muhammad for the last few years. And okay, he lost to Michael Graves back in two thousand and sixteen. Was that? tough or something like that coming into it. Maybe not. He was, I think Graves was in tough, but you know what I mean? You know? It's, it's been very, very good guys. And I think Della Maddalena is a very good guy as well. I think he'll be, if not a future UFC champion, definitely top five and, and maybe challenging for a title at some stage. Um, 
But I have to give a bit of respect to Randy Brown here. You know, he's big, he's tall, he's well able to fight all the way around. And I think he can hang for a bit. Now, <laughs> maybe this is like, a, maybe I should have gone under two and a half rounds or something like that here. But the price really did stick out to me. I really, really, really like this price at plus 300. And it is, you know, a little bit of a flyer to kind of, we're, we're gonna, he's going to pull it on a little bit. He's going to hold out a little bit against Jack Dillon Medellin. Maybe I'd be able to get a take on him. Maybe he'd be able to push him against the cage for a little bit and take the fight to a decision. You never know. So that's it. Plus 300 for uh, for Jack Della Maddalena. Uh To win by decision. Jack Della Maddalena to win by decision. Plus 300. Right. Bet number four. I'll leave the the the, uh, the main event uh, flyer till the last bet. So the, the first flyer of the night. This is a very simple one. I won't have much analysis for this flyer. Because it's again. I couldn't leave this price behind. So it's in the park reporter. Justin Taffa fight. So, first of all here, let's look at the straight-up betting for this. Justin Taffa, minus 121. Park Reporter, plus 100. So, basically, you know, the same price. Justin Taffa, a slight favourite at heavyweight. But the flyer I'm giving you is Park Reporter to win by knockout at plus 650. Plus 650 to get the knockout. Justin Taffa, plus 145 to get the knockout. But I'm going for Park Reporter plus six fifty to get the knockout. Now both of these lads, look, we know, we know what they're like. Um, they both hit hard. They're both big hitting heavyweights, like all heavyweights uh, seem to be. You know, Taffa probably a bigger hitter, but Taffa are a Park Reporter, the bigger man. You know, he has five wins by knockout. Maybe not as many as as normal heavyweights do, but I think when you go in there against a guy like Justin Taffa, who's five and three you know, has been knocked out once himself and has a few, uh, you, you know, has a lot of knockouts it's a, it, by uh, uh, by his own record, by, by in his win, the win side of his record, but got knocked out by Jorgen de Castro, a guy who I think isn't like, isn't a bad fighter, isn't a great fighter either, similar enough, I think, to Park Reporter. And to give me plus 650, that one kind of middling heavyweight knocks out another middling heavyweight when the betting lines are pretty much the same it's very hard to turn down as a flyer right so if you were to anyone out there right you look at this how's this fight going in is it going to end by decision between these two lads probably not is it going to end by submission Probably not. But now, Parker Porter has a few submission wins. He's three submission wins, and he's uh, in his twelve fight, in his nineteen fights overall. He's lost three times by submission as well. But not, you know, there is a chance. There is a chance there, but not massive. So that leads to when someone's going to win by knockout, right? And both of them are pretty much the same price to win straight up. But did you give me plus six fifty that one of them wins by knockout? You know what? Like that's just that's just me looking at it now. Maybe it's a bit of Sean science here. You know, but our shiny logic. But I like that logic. I think that logic makes sense. The fight's not going in by decision. The fight's not going in by submission. The fight's going in by knockout. Both of them are the same price to win straight up. If, give me the give me the, the slightly better price then to win by knockout. And who's that? That's Park Reporter, six fifty. Not even a slightly bigger price. A massively bigger price. I'm going to go for that one. Now, I don't know if that price will change or not. I've been looking at it for the last couple of days, and it has stayed the same at plus 650. So I'm going for that. Park Reporter to get the knockout, plus 650 straight up. 
Love that. Love that bet. Love it. Right. So that's one flyer. The second flyer of this week is another plus 650 bet on the main event, and it's Alexander Volkanovsky to win by decision. Plus 650. I love this bet. I couldn't leave this one behind me either. Now, I said earlier, and we, we talked about why I think it'll go along, and I stand by all of that. The reason I think... Now, look, will Volkanovsky win? I'm giving Volkanovsky as my pick to win, yes. Am I, like, massively confident in Volkanovsky winning? No. No, I'm not massively confident. This is a, for me, a 51-49, 55-45 type of fight in terms of percentages of who I think will will win. Um, but in that sort of fight, you know, you want to give me a plus 650. How do I, If he wins, how do I think he'll win? I think he'll probably win a decision. You know, he might get the knockout, but unlikely. I'd say he probably will win the decision if he does win. And for him to win at plus six, you know, plus 650, six and a half to one. 13 to 2, I'll take that every day. Yes, please. Yes, please. It's plus 650. Let's talk a little bit maybe about the analysis of the fight, right? Uh, I think, and I've spoken to three or four different people about this fight already in different previews and all of that. Spoke to John Anik and Kenny Florian about it the other day. That'll be out maybe by the time this is out around the same time uh, over, on, uh, over on their YouTube. Um, I think v- sometimes we don't understand how good Alexander Volkanovsky is as, and you know, speaking for myself and John Anakin and most of the people listening to this, maybe all the people listening to this, because, you know, we're not, we're not fighters, first of all, and we don't understand completely all of what's going on. We simply can't. I know a lot of fighters probably can't understand what Volkanovsky does either because he does it so well. And even us, me and everyone probably listen to this as hardcore MMA fans, we can see it without maybe understanding it and admire it without maybe understanding it. But for others, maybe casual MMA fans or people who only watch a little bit, I think it's very hard. And what I'm getting to here is it's very hard to appreciate how good Alexander Volkanovsky is because it's so hard to understand how good he is because it's so complicated. Like, I watch Volkanovsky and I see him do these extraordinary things in terms of movement and variation that others don't do, while all the time staying so sound defensively and not getting hit or not putting himself in a place to get taken down and all of that. Like, how can that be? How can it be that he is that good at all of that? Like, look at that um, Korean zombie. Yeah, it was a Korean zombie fight. And I'm not comparing the Korean Zombie to, to Magachev by any means, but look at the way he was able to style on him in all different positions when he was attacking him. Now, I will compare the Korean Zombie a little bit to Makachev in his striking because he is wilder like Makachev is with his striking. And if Volkanovski gets to a place where it's just him striking versus uh, Makachev, I think he can do exactly to Makachev what he did to the Korean Zombie. Now, you add in the wrestling after that and we have a whole different deal of it. But that's my analysis there. And sometimes, like, so there's two points to that. Sometimes we don't appreciate that and we don't give him enough credit for it simply because we don't understand it. But also, because it is so good, it's going to work against the wrestling game of Makachev. And what I mean by that is, Volkanovski is such a good striker and such a good controller of fights that he will bamboozle you so much that your wrestling might mightn't even be able to get going. 
That's how good I think Volkanovski actually is. Right, now Mikachev is very, very, very good as well at putting people in vulnerable positions and destroying them there. But Volkanovski is really good at not getting himself in vulnerable positions. And it's all about that, right? It's all about that. I think if Volkanovski can't control Mikachev's want to put him in a vulnerable position, he will lose that fight 10 times out of 10. If he cannot do that, but if he can control that with his striking on the feet, if he can control the area on which he's fighting in, as I said earlier on, being offensively varied while being defensively safe, I think he will destroy Mikachev. He'll destroy Mikachev as much as Mikachev will destroy him if he's able to put him on the ground and control him there for five rounds. Honestly, I really, really do. Will that happen? I don't know. I don't know. My guess is it will. My guess is it will. Now, uh, it will at times throughout the fight. As I said earlier on, we it's very easy to say, oh, Mikachev's going to destroy him, Volkanovski's going to destroy him. The reality of it is that neither man is probably going to destroy either man. It'll probably be a very close fight. Mikachev might win one round, he might get a takedown. Volkanovski might stop it in the next round and win on defeat. And the next three rounds might be shared that way as well or parts of the next three rounds might be shared that way as well. It might be a close fight. Chances are that is going to happen, right? And that is the beauty of this fight for me. I absolutely love it. That, oh, I, I, I can't gush about this fight enough, really. And maybe there's some people out there saying, oh, Shani, what the fuck are you talking about? McHatchev's going to destroy him and he's going to just take him out. And maybe he will, right? Maybe he will. Maybe he will. But I don't care. I'm getting taken away in the analysis. I'm getting taken away in how excited I am about this. And I think everyone should do. It's a fight at the end of the day. And we love fighting. We love MMA. And okay, we we could place our bets here. And we can have fun watching them and all. And that's the reason I want everyone to place their bets here. And not get too uh, you know crazy or anything about it. But God almighty, when that door closes on Saturday night. And the two of them are put in there. I'm going to be. It's going to be 6am. And I'm going to be lip, licking my lips. And jumping out of my chair watching that fight. Because it's brilliant. It's such a great fight and I cannot wait for it but yeah the fifth bet Volkanovski plus 650 to win by decision I think it's going to be a close one and I, I do I'm giving going for Volkanovski I think he'll win it um, so yeah those are the uh, those are the five bets for this week let's through, run through some of the other prices uh, on this card um, we have okay I'll go from maybe bottom to the top uh, Elise Reed and uh, Luma Lookboom um uh, Luma is a favourite there Minus uh, 265 uh, I think she will win that one We have Don Shalas against Jack Jenkins Don't know too much about these lads uh, Jenkins is a big favourite there Minus 335 Shannon Ross against Cledson Rodriguez Rodriguez is a big favourite there Josh Kulibau is fighting um, Bashtarian uh, Melsik Bashtarian uh, They're around the same price Bottom minus Bow minus 112 here I see in one place Very very close in the prices here um, Joshua Koulibaly You know he's training with uh, Alan Philpott here from Ireland Alan you know down through the years He's been a very good fighter You know has some very very good wins And looked like he's getting into the coach Well now Koulibaly was very impressive in a recent fight as well So I'd probably go for Koulibaly uh, in that one uh, Then Bukowskis and Pedro Let's look at that one a little bit closer uh, Plus 200 for Bukowskis Minus 2 40 for Pedro um, I think Pedro will win I'm not sure about the minus 240 straight up 
I'm looking at that and I'm seeing plus 175 for the knockout in Pedro and I'm definitely going for that if I'm going for one but we saw uh, you know the, the bet I gave for it uh, is the uh, the under two and a half rounds at minus 165 um, I do like that because it's I'm not I'm, I'm still 100% unsure about both of them to be honest where they are at the moment I was very tempted to go for the Pedro knockout. I was going to go for Pedro inside the distance as well, uh, as I said earlier on. And that, again, let me just look at it quickly here. That is uh, minus 130, if I'm not wrong, is it? Uh, where is it? Um, Pedro wins by decision. Is, oh, no, it's, it's gone there for some reason. Actually, never mind. Uh, oh, win, sorry, there it is. Minus 140. It's gone out to minus 140 now. So, yeah, I like that minus 165 to give both of them a chance under two and a half rounds, to be honest. I like that there. Bukowskis to get the KO plus 375. Not a, you know, not a bad bet there. I do think someone will get knocked out. I think someone will get knocked out uh, in this fight. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, actually. I think it will be... Uh, I think it will be very, very, uh, very, very good. If you fancy the first round knockout for Pedro plus 325, like that bet is on. Really like that bet. Um, one of the other fights I was looking at was Alonzo Minifield and Jimmy Cruz, and definitely looking at a, um, a flyer in this one. Like, Minifield, I, I think he's dangerous a lot of the time. It's only plus 250 for him to get the knockout when he is a plus 170 to win the fight straight up. Um, I think I think this will be a close fight. Um, uh, I, I've sent in my, my pick uh, over the Severe Bever, and I, I've gone for the draw, because I do think it'll be close. I think anything could happen in this one. Um, I would probably go for Crude if I was forced to pick a winner. Um, even at that price, I, I, I don't, I don't know at that price. Maybe at that price, I'd be tempted to go for Minifield. If it was a little bit wider, if Minifield was like plus two hundred, I would go for him. I think based on the price, I think it's borderline at that. I, you know, I go for Cruz, uh, Taffa Porter. Look, it's a toss of a kind there. I like the bet we've given plus six fifty. Uh, then Della Medellina Brown. Minus 300 for Della Madalena Brown, plus 250. Like, to turn that minus 300 to plus 300 to win by decision, it's just, it's such a big turnaround in prices. I have to go for it. Um, do I, like, I don't, I, I'm not necessarily 100% sold on it actually happening, but as I said, I'm betting on the price there more than anything else. The problem is this here as well. You look at Della Madalena to win by TKO KO, minus 135. Yeah, he, like... He probably, he probably will. He probably will. I'm going against my own bet here, but like, yeah, it's it, look, it's an interesting one. But I do, I do like him to win my decision uh, as a price. Um, and then we've Emin against Rodriguez, which we haven't spoken about, and uh, Volkanovski versus Mikacha. So Emin against Rodriguez, I find it very hard to pick who's going to win this fight. If I'm being honest, uh, the one bet I was looking at, I was looking at the over bets. Now, I. None of the prices stuck out to me in terms of loving them. Um, I I would like the over two and a half rounds, but it's minus two eighty. Uh, the over three and a half rounds is minus two forty, and at that point, I'm I'm out there. I'm like I'm not betting on it at that price. Uh, the fight to go to a decision uh, is minus one thirty. Mm, it's not it's not big enough for me there either. Now. I do think someone might get the knockout here. So you're looking at the price for the knockout. 
Uh, Emmett between plus 300 and plus 400. Same for Rodriguez. Maybe a little bit less. Maybe. So I actually see one place here plus 275 and plus 300. So Rodriguez is the favorite to get the knockout if someone does get the knockout. And just a straight up betting on that as well. Sorry. Uh, Yair is the favorite. Minus 170 plus 145 for Emmett. I think that's just about right. Um, I do think this will be a bit of a longer fight. I do like uh, Yair Rodriguez to win a decision, but plus 155 for Rodriguez to win a decision, not massively enamored with that fight in a fight that I think can go so many different ways. I really do. Like, I could see either guy winning by decision. I could see either guy getting the knockout. Maybe I could see an Emmett submission as well. Let's see what price that is. Plus 220. Plus, sorry, plus 2200. 2200. That's a very good price. That might be a good flyer as well there. Uh, you know, not as likely as the other ones, I think, but a possibility. So, yeah, don't, nothing sticks out to me. This might be a one where I'm watching on Saturday night, and the more I get into it, the more I think about it, the more I see him arriving, maybe something will stick out to me. And I will tweet it out, so I keep an eye on all at Sean Sheen, BA over on Twitter. Not massively sticking out to me at the moment there for that one. But the Volkanovski McCatchy one, obviously I've given you the two bets for that one. So we've gone for the over two and a half rounds of plus one, uh, sorry, minus 150. And the Volkanovski to win by decision flyer at plus 650. Um, like, those are the two bets that, that stuck out to me. So obviously I've given them to you. Fight goes to decision plus 160. I like that as well. I really do like that. Like, maybe Volkanovski won't win the decision. Maybe Makachev will win the decision. Uh, and that gives you, the, obviously, both of them. I do like that. The under four and a half rounds is minus 130, which does, and the over is plus 110. So it does suggest the bookies are thinking this will go to a decision as well. Um, even, though, well, from that price, but the price not to go to a decision is minus 200, plus 160, as I said, to go to a decision. So, I don't know. I think you can kind of, I think you can pick... Pick your poison there maybe a little bit. You know, pick your poison a little bit there. The over four and a half, as I said, plus 110. Then the decision, plus 160. Well, if you're picking between the two of them, uh, if you're like four and a half or, or two and a half in a three-round fight, the under makes sense to go for the over. I think you're better off going for the decision if it's a bigger price, uh, especially in a five-round fight. Well, no, although we have seen recently, you know, the, the three biggest fights of last year that got... Um, uh, you know, awards and all of that. They were all finishing the fourth round. So, famous last words for me. But interesting. If you like, look, there's two finishing bets here. I think people will be looking at Volkanovski KO TKO plus six fifty as well. Um, and then Makachev wins by submission plus one fifty. If you're going for Makachev to win the fight on the ground, I would nearly go for the Makachev TKO KO. You know because. Volkanovski's very hard to submit and maybe if he does dominate him does turn him over maybe he'll ground and pound him out there that can be gone anywhere from plus 650 to plus 900 so that's not a bad bet at all it, it, let's say you're going for Volkanovski to win the decision plus 650 bet I give you if you can get up to plus 700 800 900 on the TKO for uh from sorry sorry no it's not it's not that high I, I take it back sorry I was looking at the wrong one it is pl- from around plus 400 to plus plus. 550 I see here in one place up to plus 550 still that's a good price if you want to go for that um, Mikachev TKO KO as well as the, the decision for Volkanovski hedge your bets a little bit there I think that might be a good way of doing it no, well, we don't want to go too mad we don't want to get carried away with all the bets either but 
yeah, I think there are some good prices. There's a lot of good prices around here. Like I'm, uh, I, I, I'm gonna like pull a few bets out of the hat here. Maybe as I get closer, I'll definitely be betting on the ones I gave here. But I think it's, there's a lot of interest in bets here and a lot of talk to throughout this week. Let me know in the comment section below what you're betting on. I will reply to you. I'll give you my opinion on it. If there's any changes or anything, well, what I'm thinking, I'll put it on Twitter, I'll put it in the comment section below. But definitely in the comment section here on YouTube, let me know what bet you're going for. And uh, I will uh, I will reply to you. I always reply to the people in the comment section. Love the people in the comment section. Absolutely fantastic. So uh, let's do that. Right, we'll end it there. I'll tell you my five bets again. So I'm going for the over number one, uh, two and a half rounds in <coughs> Volkanovski versus Islamakachev. What's his name again? Islamakachev, is that it? What's his name? Is that Islamakachev? Is it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Maybe. Sorry, just doing Dana White impression there. Uh, that's plus one, or sorry, minus 150. Pedro and Modestus Pagowskis under two and a half rounds at minus 165. Jack Della Medellina wins by decision plus 300. My half a flyer and then my two flyers for the week. Volkanovski by decision plus 650. Parker Porter by KO TKO plus 650 as well. All right, everyone, I will leave it there. Shout out to my guys over at Shardog. Shout out to John Brannigan for the excellent editing as always. Shout out to the comment section. And uh, can't wait for the fights this weekend. Hope everybody massively enjoys them. Hope all the bets go well and I will leave it there. My name is Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com and I'll see you all next time.